You are now tuned in to the Believe Network. Do you believe? Hey guys, it's Nick. Before we get going today, I wanted to give you a few discount codes for the products we love and our show sponsors. So don't just turn this one off. If you're listening to this podcast, we at Hardwick Life want to reward you for your loyalty. So take 25% off of your order by using the code HardwickFF25 because after this long, we consider you friends and family. That's HardwickFF25 at Hardwick.life. It's like Hardwick.com, but that one was taken by a shirt company. So Hardwick.life is where you can find it. For 20% off at Bub's Naturals, Dot com. Use the code HARDWICK20. That's HARDWICK20 at BubsNaturals.com. And for 10% off at Julian Bakery, use the code Nick Hardwick. That's me at JulianBakery.com. Again, Nick Hardwick at JulianBakery.com. Now, if you want to hear what I take daily and get some insight as to what you should take, maybe stay tuned. If not, skip ahead about a minute and we will be into the show. Thank you all. All right. So you want to know what you should buy. I take six of our Hardwick Life products every day. I originally started that company out of kind of selfish needs. I wanted to get access to the absolute highest grade products in the world. Our supplements are pharmaceutical grade, all of them. They've got unique delivery mechanisms. So you aren't just getting expensive urine. You're actually absorbing the products at a higher rate than cheaper store-bought supplements. I take brain, joint, fuel, phyto, pump, and neuro. Now, that may be a little extreme for you, but those are my jams. Now, I've done a lot of damage to my body. I need all of them. The brain and joint, they're kind of self-explanatory, right? Fuel is one of the only whey protein powders that I can take that doesn't upset my tummy. And we hear the same thing quite frequently from folks that don't process dairy all that well. That's because it's made from New Zealand grass-fed whey. New Zealand has the highest dairy standards in the world. There's a noticeable difference, and the flavor, it's pretty damn incredible. For a Perry workout drink, which Perry workout, you'll hear that term, it means around your workout, or to add protein midday, I put two scoops of fuel with pump, which has three grams of creatine per serving, per serving, 400 milligrams of ATP, which is the body's energy currency, and 95 milligrams of caffeine to get you all fired up. All of those, they allow you to do more work in the gym, getting better results. More work equals better results. Who would have thought? Seriously, you can work harder and have a lower rate of perceived exertion. And I like to add in Fido, which has all of the necessary nutrients, vitamins, and minerals, along with this Patented formula called TrueBrock, which contains glucorophanin, which researchers at MIT are calling the fountain of youth. And lastly, I take neuro about an hour before bed. Dr. Andrew Huberman, a Stanford neuroscientist, hosted the Huberman Lab podcast and recent guest with Joe Rogan. I'm sure some of you listen to that guy. He's pretty awesome. Recommended in our third episode ever, we got him before he blew up, magnesium L3 and 8, as it's the only form of magnesium to cross the blood-brain barrier. And it increases levels of brain magnesium, and that leads to better cognition and a more robust memory. That's important. 
It also has a slight sedative effect to help you get to sleep. All right, I'm not going to bore you with more details. Get over Hardwick Life and use the code HARDWICKFF25 for 25% off. Now, you guys that have been following me for a while now know that I've used Bub's Naturals since the company's inception. I don't know. I may be their first ever ambassador. I know there's a lot of bigger names now that are promoting Bub's. The company is blown up and is thriving because many folks like me understand how great their product is. I take two scoops of their collagen protein and one scoop of the MCT oil powder daily with my morning coffee. Try it once. You're going to be hooked. It's unbelievably creamy. The collagen is also really a great way to sneak some protein into your kids' lives too. It's unflavored, so you can add it into pancakes, oatmeal, mac and cheese, or juice. And they're not going to notice a thing. Use the code HARDWICK20 for 20% off. Lastly, before we get to the show, I want to tell you about my friends at Julian Bakery. This company, they've really got their act together. I believe most people could use more protein in their lives. It's got a very positive effect on satiety, brain signaling, and maintaining a healthy body weight. I recommend one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Please don't listen to Zach Efron's trainer who on their show falsely ties too much protein to kidney failure and loss of bone density. And certainly don't go to the Game Changers propaganda documentary on Netflix for your science. Neither of these use actual science. There's a lot of kooks out there, folks. We're going to keep fighting the good fight. I love a variety of protein. Obviously, I've told you about our whey protein, Bub's Collagen Protein. And Julian Bakery specialty, in my opinion, is their egg white protein powder. They come in ridiculous flavors like pumpkin pie, coconut, maple glaze, donut. They blend easily. They're a great addition in the middle of the day. Use the code Nick Hardwick for 10% off. That's Nick Hardwick for 10% off. All right, that's enough. Let's get you back to the show. Love y'all. You, we rolling. They hating. <laughs> but hey. I, but are they? Hi. Happy hundredth. 100 anniversary. 100 or no. that is not our wrong. One, it, that restart. Was, <laughs> we won't actually restart it because that's too much work, but what we will say is this is the 100th episode of the Finding Center slash Hardwick Life podcast that underwent a rebrand somewhere in the middle there. And so now we're finding Hardwick. We, <laughs> hey, we found the Hardwicks. We're right here. Where, where'd they go? Nowhere. They're right here. We rebranded. And we did the Hardwick Life partly because I knew I was going to incorporate you more. And so it couldn't just be Finding Center with Nick Hardwick. It had to be, see, the Hardwick Life. And that's what we're doing here. And here I am. You see how that works? I so got one, you. 100 episodes. 100. It's pretty awesome. I think our last episode that we did together was maybe the best received episode that we've ever done. Really? Yeah. Par- I think it's, it's me, not Apparently you, you were funny. Mm-hmm. And a couple of people got my Cardi B joke uh, with the, well, the, I misinterpreted the Cardi B lyrics from Up as... We were talking about last week our volleyball game where a girl ran into me underneath the net after I stuffed her. And I thought Cardi B's thing was saying, if it's up, if it's up, if it's up, then you stuff it. And I, that's what I was thinking with volleyball. It's like, yeah, that ball's up. I'm going to stuff it. That's not what she said. That's not the lyrics. No. Nope. It's make a, a simple Google search. Well, I didn't think I had to. I thought I'd nail the lyrics the first time. Nope. So nope. why would I continue you to? You are oh. a dad. Okay. Yeah, I am a super dad. Yeah. Um, m- update. 
Oh. We lost our first match Dang yesterday. It. Pouring rain. I mean, the beach was like a lake. It was. Don't, don't call it a beach. What well, was still, it? No, the sand court. <laughs> it's not a beach. What's a beach volleyball? I don't know what it is. No. Yeah. It's off of a, like a paved road. It's not a beach. No, it's, at least it's, it's not a, a dirt road. It's a, it's a sand court. I've played more beach volleyball here than we ever played in San Diego. Yeah. That part's true. That's true. Yeah. But anyways, we're, we're the, two and one. Yeah. The water was like, it was past our ankles. It was a good six inches of water just sitting on the court. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have to go regroup a little bit because, you know, after a loss, you got to reevaluate what could I have done better? What could I have done worse? Mm-hmm. All of these things. Well, one thing we have to do better is we have to stay off the net because the group we played last night, super nitpicky. Yes. Annoyingly nitpicky. One of our men wears a backwards cap. And uh-huh. He went and he turned to see like a set, and the the brim of his hat. Yeah. Brushed the net. Oh, nope. Yeah. Points, yep. points Sorry. done. Point. Touch the, the net. It's like get the hell out of here. We I'm should. Start... You know what? We should have gone Big Lebowski on them. Yeah. Over the line. Over the line, dude. dude. Over the line. <laughs> that aggression will not stand, man. Walter Solchek. Yeah, so we're two and one. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I think we're in second in the league right now, but yep. it doesn't matter. We got to play to the end. Till That's, the bitter end. Till the bitter, bitter end. Speaking of sports, I was thinking about this last night, and I, I like to evaluate people as we're kind of playing and okay. seeing where people's heads are at. And I obviously evaluate myself as we're going through. And then afterwards, it's just, like, I don't know why, because you could always get better, I guess. And it's stupid. It's adult rec league volleyball. So who gives a shit? But I was thinking about this because the Euro cup finals were, what day was that? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at yeah. three Eastern. And so we watched the whole thing while I fell asleep for a little bit, but then woke up for the penalty shootout and England had three dudes that really just chunked it at the very end. So they they all the first two hit, Italy got one blocked. So England looked like they were in the driver's seat to win the Euro at home, by the way, at Wembley Stadium. It was gonna be absolutely bananas. Yeah. They didn't really deserve it. But the three guys missed at the end out of the five people who do the shootouts. And all I could think about on that couch was I wonder if Jamie was a shootout girl. Were you a, are you a high pressure perform steely? Are you that kind of girl? Are you uh we actually, you're just going to stand here and cheer the other girls on type of girl. I'm a good cheerleader. And I, all did the coaches know that? No, not for a while. How many misses in, did it take? <laughs> it was, it took me saying I'm not taking a PK. Really? Mm-hmm. And you actually did that. Mm-hmm. No I, I don't want them. Yep. You said that. Yep. I'm out. So as wildly competitive as you are. Yep. That's not my, not my thing. You said don't put me out there. Nope. Not no for penalty kidding. shots. So were you missing them or did you just not enjoy the experience or what was the deal? All of the above. So you missed and you hated it. I never yep. missed the net. Like I would hit the net. But a lot of times I'd hit the goalie. Like I just, I'm oh, not. Oh, so you wouldn't take any angles. You were just no, straight was, down the middle. I just get really scared. And yeah. You that, get real tight. And I'm not, mm-hmm. and it's funny because right now I'm old and I'm playing adult tennis. Also, yeah. And it's also like the first time that I've ever done an individual sport. Oh. And so when it PKs to me, is almost like an individual sport. It's it is, you yeah. and the goalie and it's me versus you. It's like wrestling. 
and I'm flipping terrible. <laughs> it's, t- it's a I'm learning terrible. curve now. I like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm learning now at almost 40 years old that I'm terrible 1v1. Well, I'm, you just have to get more comfortable with it. It's uh, not, it's not that not. you're terrible, but you can't say I'm not good. That That's my pet peeve. You know, no, that's no. my pet peeve. I'm saying, so my whole life, I was never that person that was like, right. bring it on. Let's do this. I got my team on my back. Let's Watch go. Me. Nope. Not yeah. me. I get it. And it's, yeah. it's not in your personality type to do that. But here's my pet peeve go. is when people just go, well, that's just me. It's like bullshit. No, I'm working. Look, dude, how much tennis do I play? I know. That's I'm not, what I'm saying. I'm not relenting to the fact that I'm a bad single sport athlete. Good. Or what's well, it I called? Individual sport. Individual sport. Yeah. I thought I was hearing that come from you. No. And you were going, it's like, yeah, not me. I don't no, do that. It's but like, growing up, I had never done it. Yeah. I was definitely a choker. I'm still sort of a <laughs> choker, but I'm getting better. You get because you're so competitive and it's all about the win. Yeah. You worry so much about the outcome rather than the process. I know. And you know who else does that? My son. Yeah, your oldest son. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Where you know, Teddy and I get really lost in the moment. Yes. And it's like, wait, somebody, what time was it? Oh, shit, it's the fourth quarter. We were supposed to have, uh, whoops. Forgot. Yep. Like, I lose track of time all the time. I just get stuck in the moment. Mm-hmm. But you are always so focused on winning or losing yes. that when it comes down to winning or losing, it may be a detriment to you. Yep. But throughout the game, it's not a big deal, right? Like, when you're in flow and when you are when you were playing soccer as a team sport, being in flow up until the very end is probably not a huge deal. So were you the girl that it was like you do a lot of the lot of the through the game, but then when it comes to the last two minutes, maybe they're like, Hey Jay, you've uh, looks like we've tracked enough steps for you today. Come on and sit <laughs> on the bench. Deep. But it's not like and it, and it's not a slight to you, it's just a personality trait. Yeah. Right? So you obviously wouldn't want somebody like you to be the quarterback to have the ball in their hands in the last minute. No. Nope. Or a point guard to to come deliver you know, to shoot, yeah, with three seconds left. Nope, that's not me. You're not going to be that nope. one. I yes. don't, and I don't want to be. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. Well, it's good to know that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've I've sensed that about you actually. Like when we compete together, that it, when it comes down to it, it seemed like you were like, I hope it goes to somebody else. Like when? I don't know. Yeah, that's. That's a reach. That's a weak sauce generalization probably because i'll tell you i don't want a pk <laughs> so for everyone dogging on those three boys it makes me so sad yeah because it's such a shit position to be in okay but and it, after you take a team sport mm-hmm. and you make it an individual sport and that's how you flip and win or lose the euros yeah that ticks sucks. me off you need to play till the death not literally i agree but play till you get a golden goal let's go to complete exhaustion yes and you know what I even liked in That's hockey? Take one player off every 10 minutes. Yeah, totally. Right? And let's keep going. And yes. let's not do 15-minute quarters or whatever we're doing in the overtime. No, let's wear these no, no, dudes no. out. Uh-huh. Last man standing. That's what I say. I like, N- yeah. Because and I just, now we're going to find out your fitness level. Now we're going to find out your willpower. Now we're going to find out your give-a-shit meter and who breaks first. Yep. That's cool. I know. But now, that would be, that's old school UFC. So you don't know, back way back in the day, UFC, on the super fights, there was no time limit. There was no rounds. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. They would go till a knockout? I mean, they ended up just laying on each other. It might as well have been like. Right. 
oil wrestling at that point, but it was until somebody gave up, tapped out, got knocked out. Dang. Yeah. Barbarian yeah. stuff. I mean, that's like, and I always like to conjure up this kind of image of competition when I'm trying to get people to fuck. You got some competitive nature in you. You got to get it out. It's two cavemen around a campfire. I just feel like there should be a campfire there. There doesn't necessarily have to be, but are there, there's, are there loincloths? Give me the, the whole image here. No, cavemen. they're cavemen. No, they're like, I'm talking 25,000 years ago, cavemen. Yeah, but, those. Okay. Are they naked? Yeah, they're oh, naked. I mean, okay. they, yeah. I'm just, I'm drawing up I mean, an image of my head. I mean, not in a perverse way. Okay, so we got yeah, two naked men Two naked fire. men around a campfire because they figured out fire. Okay. And there's one T-bone steak cooking on the grill right above the campfire there. Okay. And... They're going to fight to the death over that damn steak. And one person's going to get it. One person's going to die. And one person lives. One person goes on. Jeez. Right? Yeah. That's the kind of like competitive competition that I like to see. It's like, where can we extract that from you? You know? I feel like everybody's got some type of that competitive nature in them. It's a natural instinct to survive. But we need to see that more often. Could we cut the steak in half? Can we sh- can't we just share? <laughs> Come on, man! I don't want to fight you. Yeah, I no? don't think so. Okay, no one All steak, right. one steak, one man lives for another three days. Dang, and then he's done. Okay, speaking of eating, this is the first episode that you have not been eating. Maybe last week was. Maybe that's why last week was such a good episode. I was drinking coffee. That's why. See, I'm really tired right now. I, oh. sh- I should have had a cup of coffee in here. I had a Red Bull. Well, see, that's why you got wings. Red Bull. Yeah, Red Bull. But we did just have Subway. Oh, eat fresh. We love Subway. Mm-hmm. And this just came up recently. Can I tell you something? Sorry. P.S. Mm-hmm. Boys and I were just in Subway and you have to confirm the story with them. Two Jimmy John's workers walk into Subway <laughs> and ordered sandwiches. No way. We've been debating this in our house for the last couple of weeks because they say Jimmy John's is better than Subway. And I refuse to relent that Subway is the greatest fast food restaurant of all time. And today it was confirmed. They each have their own merit. Okay. But if I'm like hungry, tell me why, tell me why Subway for you is better than Jimmy John's. The bread. Okay. I think you like it because of the assortment and the amount of veggies that you get on there. That's true. And you like the bread. You like the 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 cushiness. Sponginess. So I'm going to throw this out to you. Okay. Tom Brady recently just signed with Subway. Stop. You haven't seen that? No. Well, yeah, Tom signed with Subway. Oh, see, which, which w- confirms it. Which is funny. Which is awesome. It's funny, right? Thank you, because Tom. Bill Belichick was with Subway last year. Yeah. And he had the commercials and everything. I don't know if he's still doing them this year, but maybe Tom calls Subway and says, Hey, Subway, uh, Tom Brady's available. Can you get rid of Bill Belichick's salary? And, you can and do, so, I can you know, do I, I wonder if it's one yeah. of those things. But there was crazy amounts of blowback. I don't know if you know that. I, I didn't know he was on there. But no. you have to imagine from TV 12 to getting Subway endorsements, there's wild, wild pushback. What were people saying just because Subway's not the healthiest? Subway's not a health food. I read this on a pro football talk blog. Bullshit. Which. Uh, okay, yeah, I know. Bear with me. Okay. Cited in the Pro Football Talk article yeah. was that 
the Irish Supreme Court had ruled that there's too much sugar content in Subway bread to be a food item or to be considered bread. Hmm. Which, I remember seeing this bullshit article. Remember my brother was talking about it. I remember seeing this shit from a year ago. And I went up and looked up the sugar content of Subway bread. And? And I then took that and compared it to everybody's favorite bread, and I love this bread too, Dave's Killer Bread. Okay. Dave's Killer Bread has more added sugar than Subway does. Stop. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. That's what I'd like to say to all these like Subway haters. Don't, you can't hate on Subway. You can't hate on Subway. And by the way, sugar makes the bread rise. You need, yeah, you need the. And, and I had this talk with a client on someday this week. Because, like, so worried about sugar content. And I said, when's the last time that you've had sugar in isolation by itself with no other macronutrient? Right. You know, without any protein, without any fiber, without any fat, without any of that. Right? You had had some the other day, right? You ate, like, a bag of Skittles after a workout. I did. Yeah. Yeah. That's selectively using it as a a tool, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, We do eat sugar. But I also had it with protein. Oh, so no, I didn't. So So here's, yes, we have sugar, but I hear people demonizing sugar all the time. And I wish people would just get over demonizing any damn food because none of it's bad. Too much of it is the bad thing. Too much of all food is bad. Unless it's coffee. Unless it's coffee. That's the only time that I think people have sugar in isolation is with coffee. Like a some sort of frappuccino that they put in at Starbucks. But even that's got a little dairy protein, right? So somebody was talking about sugar the other day. And I said, it's not – you don't have sugar by itself. So everyone for a long time, and still this is pervasive, is so concerned about glycemic index and insulin spiking and da-da-da-da-da. It's like people – insulin spiking – is a very natural hormonal response to process the nutrients that we're giving it. And by the way, insulin is the most anabolic hormone in our body, more so than testosterone. Okay, so explain that. What does that mean? Anabolic means muscle building. So if used properly, insulin can be one of your greatest weapons that you have, along with a shit ton of hard work. So if you're trying to build muscle, insulin's not a bad thing. Insulin can be the word insulin harkens to diabetes and prediabetes when we're insulin resistant. Right. Right. Most people, not most, I guess most, a majority of people, a majority of people are not insulin resistant. Hmm. So don't need to worry about insulin levels throughout the day. It's your body's natural way of dealing with food that you're eating. So, so I can continue to enjoy my Subway eat your, bread. Eat your Subway because what happens is when you put it with protein, when you put it with fiber, when you put it with fats, the sugar doesn't process like it would in isolation. It's not going to spike your insulin and go crazy and then you're going to have a dump. It's, that's not how it works. It's gonna level, everything's going to level out kind of in the wash if you're eating a fairly balanced diet. So, I was just picturing myself in a Subway line and seeing Tom Brady walk in behind me. I just had this like image. Did where your I, pants like, fall down? Turn or? around. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, hey Tom. <laughs> Hi Tom. No, I like it's funny. There's so many things. Are you that looking I would... for your third wife? I'm kidding. No, I'm I, sorry. Golly, no. 
<laughs> I wasn't even going there with it, dude. I was just, I was going to say, like, there's so many things I would love to say to Tom Brady. Oh. But in a subway line, I would have to be like, What are you getting? What's your order? Yeah, what do you, yeah. what do you order? Because I'm a foot long turkey on wheat. Oh, you know he is, too. You think that would be his yeah, order? Yeah, God, fo- I hope so. Maybe we could even split the avocado. Sharesies. It's extra. Tom, let's cut the calories in half. You mind? <laughs> I only asked you if you would look for his third wife because I'd be looking for my first husband if Tom walked oh, in. Oh, okay. If he walked in behind yeah, me. right? Hey, Tom. What hey, you, Tom. What do you sh- got going on sh- later? Want to share a turkey? Subway and a coffee? <laughs> no? Not- <laughs> oh, uh, it's good. Not that interested, are you, Tom? No, not in you. Okay, 100 episodes. 100, here we are. So do you he- have a favorite or or one that you're like, man, that was a... That was super cool that you had that person on. Gosh, you've had really cool people on. I know it. Yeah. I can't, some of them I can't believe they agreed Seriously. to come on. You know what's crazy? So I now, you know, after you have them on your show, I go and follow them, uh-huh. obviously, independently. And so I love Andrew Huberman. Which, he was our third podcast yeah. guest ever. And super lucky that my friend, Pat Dossett, who is also one of my favorite episodes yeah. talk about moving the horizon he was a navy seal talk about moving the horizon he said you need to have my friend andrew huberman on who runs the huberman lab at stanford he's got his own podcast now the huberman lab yeah. and like six months ago he was on joe rogan which he's, he's doing big things i felt super fortunate to have him yeah. on we've had multiple people on by the way who were kind of early on in their podcasting life uh-huh. I guess we just got them at the right time before they got too busy and Andrew was one of them Alex Berenson ended up yeah. being on with Joe Rogan and I loved his take he was marijuana guy he was marijuana yeah. guy I yeah. love that episode I know people get all pissed and butthurt about the marijuana but it's all good Andrew agrees with Alex cool. that there are dangers by the way Joe agrees with Alex that there are dangers that need to be spoken of Here's, especially you know to your kids you know what's funny is just dangers. So I was with this weekend. My college roommate came down with her husband and we got to spend the weekend together. It, it was, was awesome. Awesome. And it just reminded me we were in Whole Foods because we were grabbing some snacks to bring back to the house to do a little happy hour here. And we were in the wine section and there was like a little section of the wine that was like fit wine. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's the same thing as marijuana. It's like, can we not act like drinking wine is going to improve my health? What do they like to bioavailable wine? Something I stupid. Mean, what the fuck does that mean? Bioavailable yeah. wine? Again, like it's going to get you. Is wine horrible? No, it's fine. You want to believe in the polyphenols. You want to believe in the blood thinning properties. It's great. I still think you're better off not drinking any alcohol in terms of health. Yes. But socializing is important. But that's again, what's the important part about wine. I like wine. Her husband likes wine. She doesn't drink, and Nick doesn't really drink. So it's funny how we found. You know, we found spouses kind of the other way, but we found balance that way, but it's the same thing with marijuana. And we talked about it with Shakari. You like to smoke, you like to do edibles, you know, go for it. And again, if it's the unwinding, if it's the decompressing, if it's the Mm -hmm. whatever it is, but let's not try to hide under the guise that it's making you a healthier human leveling up. Yeah. No, even worse. That's the worst level level up. So what about you? Favorites? I would say the person that you most quote in this house is Sue Kleiner. 
I love Sue Kleiner. I know you love her. I love yes. Sue Kleiner. Sue yeah. Kleiner is my favorite. I think she's the greatest sports nutritionist in the world. Yep. I, her book's incredible. I've read it five times. I will keep reading it and referencing it. I'll keep referencing Sue. She's so damn practical. I know. That's what I like is there's zero dogma to her approach. Yeah. It's straight science. It, what I loved about the book, it's the new power rating, by the way. Check that out. If you're into performance nutrition, that's the Bible. For me, that's the Bible. It, that book gets brought up in our house no less, I would say, three to five times a week. I love it. It, I does, love, it doesn't I love matter Sue. what. I'll pour myself some milk, and Nick's like, you know what Sue says about dairy. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter what we do in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's awesome. No, it's cool. I'm just saying it's neat she's, that and, you had her, and you're such a fan. And she's so practical just with all – she she calls it how it is, first off. She will say that is total bullshit. Who is selling you that? It's some marketing guru from New York that's now propagating the keto diet as the only answer to this. And she calls out keto athletes, keto, I put that in air quotes, athletes for ultra marathons that are sponsored keto athletes that she knows eat carbohydrates before races. So that I love that about her. I love that she says... It's comforting to know that what you've been eating your whole life is not necessarily wrong. Right. That's cool to me. Yeah. That you're not going to kill yourself if you have gluten or if you have dairy or if you have eggs. You're, you're not going to die. And so that's cool for me. And performance can be boosted. Right. So that for me is super cool. Along the same lines, again, sorry, I'm just like rifling through every episode. No, it's great. Thank you. You have some great people. I love Spencer Nadolsky. Spencer's, he's so good he's at, so in good. general. Yeah, follow yes. Spencer for sure. I'm a big, big fan of his. He yes. makes me laugh, but he's such a moderate, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Moderate? Moderate approach. Moderate approach. For yeah. everything. And he laughs at anybody who lives in the extremes. And, I, and he's funny. Yes. Right? He pokes fun. He is super funny. Yes. The one thing that when I think of Spencer, and I'm not this way, but I am with nutrition, is very moderate. And I believe you can eat everything you can that doesn't affect you negatively. Yeah. Why not? The one thing that I think of with him is Frank Reich shared with Philip this quote, a man of wisdom avoids all extremes. And it comes from the Bible, and I don't know where in the Bible. That's not my realm. But a man of wisdom avoids all extremes. That's so cool. on either side of the nutrition argument or the fitness argument or the relationship argument, avoid the extremes, and you probably could be considered wise. And yeah. I think Spencer's got a lot of that wisdom about him. And yeah. I think that whole team at RP does. Nick Shaw was awesome. I need yeah, to get, that's I true. need to get Mike Isratel on. Guys are. I just want you and him to have a back flex off. Oh, his back's. I his mean, back is so big. His his muscle insertions are <laughs> way further away from the joint, so they so they allow for more roundness than mine do. Shut up. Oh my. He's strong God. AF. He's strong. Yes. He's strong. He's been doing it for a long time. He works his ass off. He obviously knows what he's doing. He eats really well. That's a great book, by the way. If anybody's looking to put on muscle. Uh, Dr. Mike Isretel, I-S-R-A-E-T-E-L, has written a great book on hypertrophy, which is just gaining muscle. Really good books. So kind of for 
people looking to get into bodybuilding. And I talk about bodybuilding. again? Sorry. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, I'm there, like a squirrel. You are a squirrel. You're in a, you are in a live studio right now talking about the damn rain. I just started. Sorry. It got dark and now I hear something pattering on the window. It did get dark. So yeah. if you're watching YouTube and the lights seem to go off. We're still here. It's just storming again. Yeah, we've had a really stormy summer. It's Yeah, last summer it didn't rain at all. No, no. Well, at least our uh, vines are growing out front, so. Everything's green. I have to say it's pretty. It is pretty. I don't mind it. It is yeah. pretty. You do mind it if you have to play in it, because last night in the rain, you were miserable. I don't do rain. I've talked about it. I you don't, don't, I don't you do like looking rain. at. You like looking at it, but you don't like being in it. I'm really like... I'm not a high maintenance human when it comes to weather. Like I'll do snow, I'll do heat, I'll do. You avoid the extremes. You're a wise woman <laughs> when it comes to weather. I hate rain. <laughs> I hate being wet. I looked at Nick in the middle of the game yesterday. I'm like, I don't know if I peed my pants or if I have a puddle sitting in my undies. But either way, it's flipping nasty. You know the best part about playing sports in the rain is what? It doesn't matter if you pee your pants. Because nobody can tell. But it's that feeling, like drips running down your leg. Ugh. It's, I don't know. I don't like it. So did you pee your pants? It's possible. Have you ever peed your, I know you. Oh, yeah. I know post babies, it's harder for you females to hold it in all the time. And there's always a little leakage when it comes to playing sports, which is. It's it's my WAP. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just pee. (laughs) Uh, wow! Here we are. Just yeah, sorry. we are just reference Here. and rap every once a week. It's I, ha- I have B. I have peed on myself <clears throat> when at practice because it was raining and it felt like a great opportunity to just stand and pee in my pants. That's so gross. It was a good opportunity. <sighs> You've got to capitalize on these opportunities when you get them. You Way. never know when they're coming back. Way to go! Yes, congrats. Yeah. Yep. You're welcome. All what right. What else do we got? Oh. A uh, fun little recommendation for activities. For who? For me? For the kids. Oh. During summer. Yes. So if you if you want to get your kid more involved in some art during the summer, and it's been raining here, so we can't just send our kids. I mean, they could, but they don't go outside and just play like madmen out in the rain. We've brought back, and these have kind of come in rotations, right? Like come in waves. And they're perler beads. And finger looms. Yeah. So you're rocking all the finger loom bracelets. Got, I have four finger loom bracelets on right now. Oh, that's cute. The kids made cute? these all for you? Yeah, they made them for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're cool. They're just little elastic bands, and the kids sit there for hours, and they, like, weave them together. Yeah, they look like little hair ties, and then yeah. they just put them together in any color mm-hmm. combination. And then curler beads, for anybody that doesn't know, they're these tiny little plastic cylinders, and you place them on, like, a pegboard create an image and then you use a hot iron and you iron over and it solidifies this like plastic. Yeah, it's an art picture. project. It's an art project, but it's kind of color by numbers <laughs> and it's kind of Lego-ish. So if your kids aren't super inclined artistically, it's a great starting place. And we have spent so many hours. I've spent a lot of hours myself. Yeah. I know, like, yeah, you help me. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's, it's a, kind of therapeutic, eh? You use tweezers yeah. and you do one at a time. Yeah, you know how they came out with the adult coloring books. Yeah. Those are way too hard. Oh. And I don't mean it's not hard to color. I get it. But they're so damn intricate. I just want more of a child coloring you book. Do. If I'm going to color, I just – all I want to do is see the lines. I don't need to have to figure out this whole 
kaleidoscope of color thing. Yeah. But that's why I like doing the perler beads with them. So when they ask me to sit down, hell yeah, I'll do it. Cool. It's fun. You get to count numbers and rows and it's kind of a, it's a fun little project. Yeah. I really enjoy it. I it's like, like it Legos it gets for me. the kids off of the electronics. Yes. And they're actually using their brain. It's a little bit of like hand eye, a yeah. little bit of brain well, activity and they're not zoning out. So yes. it's a, it's a win. That, that reminds me, get off the goddamn iPads! <laughs> God. Just kidding. Thank you guys for tuning in. A hundred strong. Happy hundred. How That's about awesome. it? Way to, way to, way to last. Way to stick way to something. Way to go. Yeah. How many episodes do you think it would take you to ever get onto Joe Rogan? I think uh, by a thousand you could I have do to it. do something way cooler. I know. I don't know what I have to do. Hmm. Joe! What are you doing, man? I don't know. Yeah. I'll just keep going. We'll need to figure it out. It doesn't matter. I'll okay. just keep going. I'd love to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I did, love, you, did you see? Sorry. I love his new studio. I don't like, I didn't like the red spaceship that he was in, but he's got a new one. Oh, he does. Yeah. And I mean, that's nice. what you can do that kind of shit when you make a hundred plus million dollars and for did, the podcast. Did you watch his Conor McGregor interview after the fight? While he was sitting there? While he was sitting there. <laughs> oh, uh, poor I Conor. Like, I like Joe. Okay. On Conor. Okay. Would you be, we didn't pay to watch him fight. He's only won one fight in the last five years. He broke his leg. Yeah. And a lot of people are going, oh, he needs to work on his calcium. I saw Spencer was saying he needs to work on his calcium levels and da, da, da. I think he got kicked earlier in the fight. Probably had a stress fracture. Step, step back, planted hard, that's twisted, what, broke his what, leg. What's Dustin? What's the guy? His name is Poirier. Called? Poirier. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, he kicked him. These yeah. dudes. I mean, it's, it's savage what they do. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But Connor's done. And I really believe that because not because he can't technically fight, but he doesn't need it. He doesn't need to fight anymore. He's made way too much money to subject himself to that shit. Yeah. Dustin Poirier still hasn't made it like Connor's made it. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Proper 12s in the octagon as a title sponsor of UFC while he's fighting. Yeah. They've already sold twice. He's still on as a brand ambassador. Connor, right off into the sunset. Yeah, that's the pick pl- up your leg. Yes, and go. that's the that's the ultimate challenge and the sign of the greatest competitors on earth is the ones that can win the championships and then still compete like they are fighting for food. Connor doesn't have that anymore. Oh, okay. He, he you just, think it's gone? he yeah. doesn't have that anymore. All right. And it's, that's a really hard thing to get. I actually think it's a really hard thing to get to in, in football. The hardest challenge for me was after kids trying to disassociate from being a nice loving dad and going to be a savage on the field. Hmm. That was, and that's when I bought the motorcycle because I felt like I needed something to help me become more adrenaline dependent again and less safe because mm. you get safe when you have kids. Yeah. You do. You don't want to get hurt. You want to be there for them. And you realize the end is near. Gosh. That's what All happens right. when you see the beginning. Wrap it up. Let's get to 101. 101. <laughs> Here we come. Get off the iPads. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the belief network. If you liked this podcast, Be sure to subscribe and check us out on Believe.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter and like us on Facebook. That's B-L-E-A-V. Do you believe?